What do you do when every single day you tell yourself, tomorrow's the day I'll make it better? Tomorrow's the day I'll go and do the thing. And no matter how many times you think positively, no matter how many manifestations you make, mantras you write down, journal entries you carve out, nothing seems to change and you simply stay still. Hi, welcome to a really important conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com and learn more about what I do and how I help folks like you. But today we have a listener question, and she's wondering how does she start to move? And how does she start to understand why she's not moving when after repeated attempts to make a shift, a pivot, or a change, she's still stuck in an action? I think we've all been there a time or two. Some of us may, you know, be lucky and we only land there for a week or two and then we get out of our own way and move on with life and figure out the thing that needs to be done and we go and do it. But sometimes other people really struggle. They get caught in their own heads. They get caught in their own stories and then they get lost and they don't know which way to turn or what to do next. I think that might be today's listener. So let's read her letter and I'll find you on the other side. Dear Heather, I wonder if you may answer the following on one of your podcasts. Following a successful career in corporate, I launched online as a coach in May of 2015. I had already had two previous businesses, which I worked part-time along with my part-time job as a training and development consultant and as a weight loss coach. Both businesses were successful and I stopped because of tiredness or boredom. I'm also a single mom from my child was from when my child was a tiny baby. He's now 22 with no support from my ex at all and little hands-on support from my family. I've always worked hard, earned great money, traveled well, put my child through private education, and have been very self-sufficient. Within my first month online, I'd already earned $2,500 without any knowledge of how the online business works. The projection continued throughout the first year and into the second, by which time I had bought courses and training and joined memberships and had hired very high price coaches. And may be worth mentioning that some of the courses I bought, I never started, and the ones I did start, I didn't complete. The resources available to me via the memberships I've never looked at, let alone implemented, and some of the coaches I hired were all smoke and mirrors, and I felt hoodwinked and badly let down. Now in my third year, I've not worked with any clients since March. There's no money coming in and credit cards are piling up. My now partner of two years is becoming very frustrated with me, but not as much as I am with myself. I have so many ideas about what I could do next, but I don't take the next step. I have so many resources that are readily available to tap into, but I don't do it. Every Sunday, I decide that this is going to be the week that's going to be different, that this is the week where I'm going to go and do some work and activate my business once more. And by the time Tuesday has come around, nothing has changed. Sometimes I even decide... 
Right, this second, I'm starting again right now, and then I get sidetracked and distracted. I write lists, intentions, goals, but nothing is motivating me. I listen to podcasts and I watch webinars, and even though I'm financially struggling, that is still not enough to motivate me, and I just can't get my head around why. I used to be a top sales trainer, so I know I can sell. I've been in the personal development arena for over two decades and have worked alongside some of the top people in the industry. I know what I could and should do to get out of this function but I'm choosing not to do anything. I'm floundering and feeling like life is passing me by. I spend most of my days scrolling on my phone, comparing all of the success of online coaches and feeling majorly jealous, irritated, and annoyed that it's not me. All the while knowing that I don't get off my ass, then how could it possibly be me? But again, this is not enough to push me to at least start again from where I am. I'm also aware that I'm pushing away both family and friends and I'm increasingly becoming more isolated sometimes not leaving the house for days at a time. I'm also menopausal, and as of January this year, I'm on hormone replacement therapy, and I don't know if what I'm experiencing is down to that or if I'm just using it as an excuse. I look forward to hearing what you have to say. I feel as I'm waiting for someone or someone just to say, go and do this, and that things will start to fall into place or miraculously my enthusiasm and positively will reappear. Many thanks. Okay, first of all, I want to thank you for writing such an honest and open-hearted letter. Um, it's filled with vulnerability, self-reflection, and accountability. You you know you're the one getting in your own way. You know that the reason why you're jealous isn't because someone's, you know, better than you. It's because people are taking actions that you're not taking that's leading to success that you're not earning. You've done a really good job of owning it. And your questions, which I'm sure at some point in time probably borderline obsession on why you can't get out of your way or what's different now or, you know, why can't you just move, especially now that you have debt in front of you. I got to be honest with you that sometimes poking around and digging at the why only serves as another way to procrastinate. It serves as another way to just go down analysis paralysis and really you know, not attack anything, but stay in this place of being curious and wondering and journal writing and reflecting when what you've realized and what you've come to own for yourself is all of that has gotten you nowhere. It doesn't really matter why you stopped showing up. It just matters that you've stopped showing up and you seem to have these expectations of what you should be doing, that you have to reignite your business. You have to take some sort of action you have debt, you have to earn money. So there's this like whole pool of thought and you're focused on the word motivation. But the reality is, is that motivation is usually the last thing you need. Right now, what you need is a plan. It doesn't really matter why you don't want to do it. It doesn't matter why you haven't done it yet. What matters is what you were willing to do now that you've gotten yourself good and stuck. Because the reality is, is the thoughts and the feelings you're having, yes, they could be coming from depression. Yes, they could be coming from menopause and all the hormones going. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. That could be the why.
But the other part of why you're feeling this is the natural consequence that comes when we fail ourselves, when we know we're capable of more, when we know we're not living up to our potential, when we know that our actions, or in your case, our inaction, is affecting other people, affecting our livelihood, our money, our relationships with friends and family, the natural consequence of that is we go small and we hide into ourselves and we hide in the corner and we don't take actions because now we've lost even more confidence than we had originally because now we're seeing in kind of living color the natural consequence of the mess we've made by not showing up for ourselves or our life. So the first thing you have to get rid of is what you should be doing. You have to ask yourself if you want to be a boss, because when you were really successful and you were building these businesses and you had a sales experience and all of that, you were fighting. You were gutting through it because you had a son to raise and you wanted to give him the best of every possibility. So you fought for that. You had a purpose outside yourself. Your family wasn't helping you. Your ex wasn't helping you. And it was you on your own and you raised your kid. There's something in your story that the shrink on the side of the podcast is going to tell you that it sounds like now that your kid is 22 and he's mostly raised, like you don't want to fight anymore. You don't want to work that hard anymore. You don't want to struggle anymore because he was probably the thing that motivated you. Raising your kid on your own, giving him the best of the best, offering him the world on the plate. It sounds like that's what motivated you because we will all do for our kids what we won't do for ourselves. I say that like, (laughs) it's a really powerful quote and I use it with clients all the time to kind of get them to move and to understand motivation, but I don't have a child myself. But like, that's what parents will do. They will do for their kids what they won't do for themselves. And my story is that as your child got older, you said he's 22 now. So that means he he was 18 when you started your online journey. He needed you less. And your story probably was that this is a really good time now to build an online business because he's more independent, he's more self-sufficient, and he needs you less. But I think what might have happened, if, if you know, you, you can bear with me down psychobabble run amok territory here, is my guess is you lost a lot of your motivation because there wasn't a reason to fight. And you built all of this and you gained all of that experience and got yourself in the personal development space to fight, to build a life for him, to give him every opportunity so he wouldn't experience a loss because he didn't have your ex involved and because your family wasn't involved. It was going to be you and him against the world. And I'm wondering a little bit if once that picture changed, did you ever imagine what you wanted your life to be like next? Did you decide for yourself that when he was older and he was independent and capable of making his own decisions, and needed you less, what would your life be like? Because it sounds a little bit like maybe you didn't plan that and you just kind of like experience, you know, and you've heard me talk on the show before, this idea of accidental success. That like you didn't really know what you were doing, but you're like, okay, I'm going to do this online business thing and holy smoke, suddenly it's super successful. But if you don't have your why anymore, if he was always your why and now he kind of needs 
you a little bit less and this is just for you, then have you decided and have you given yourself permission for your success, your happiness to be reason enough? Because clearly you're looking at a pile of credit card debt and you've decided that's not reason enough. So you being out of debt isn't reason enough. What other things attached to you are not reason enough to build a better life and make a better living for yourself? I think that's where you need to poke around. But now that like, you know, we're looking at that and exploring that, the next question you really have to ask yourself is, do you want to own a business now? Now that you don't have to, now that you can make money any way you want, you probably don't even need the lifestyle freedom and the time freedom that you're, you know, that, you know, being a single mom required. So how do you want to bring money into the house? Do you still want to be a business owner? Or are you learning from the coaches and the courses and the things that you haven't taken action on that maybe what you've learned is that you actually don't want to be the boss and you don't want to be a business owner? That like you did that when it was necessary and now that it's not necessary, you would like to have life be a little easier. You would like life to have perhaps, you know, a little less adventure or, you know, at least have more control over the kinds of adventures you have. And now that, you know, and now that you're contemplating business ownership, that changes the story a little bit. Because if you want to own a business, then it doesn't really matter what you think or feel. It doesn't really matter why you can't get out of your own way. You have to make decisions and do things even though you don't want to. Like that is the, like, that's the beginning, middle and end. And yes, you could go and do a consultant. Um, you know, you can consult a therapist and do an analysis for depression. You could talk to other experts in the field and see if like some of this is depression or, you know, the, the menopausal thing. But the reality is, is the symptoms are going to be the same. An inability to move, um, feeling bad about yourself, putting off till tomorrow, what could be done today, all of that, regardless of what the name is, is the pile that's in front of you. And one of the things that I, you know, really spend time with my clients thinking and talking to them about is it doesn't matter what you think or feel like, sure, you could understand it. And yes, you can get insight. But the reality is, is that right now you're choosing credit card debt. If you're continuing, like if you want to continue to choose credit card debt, that you get to continue as you've been. Or you get to decide how, with all of the options in front of you, do you want to start relieving that credit card debt? How do you want to start getting more control over your life and your finances? What is motivating you? Because what you're learning is that it's not the debt, it's not the relationship, with your partner, but there, there's something here that seems to be pulling you. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Sorry. Coughing on the podcast again. I always do that when I talk a lot. So sorry. Um, but, you know, there's something that's compelling you because you reached out to me. And not only did you reach out to me, but you reached out to me with accountability. You reached out to me with ownership of there's things that I purchased and I never used. I made bad investment choices and I never took action. There's things that I've started and I haven't completed. So the first question as your coach, if I were your coach, the first thing I would say is, well, what of, of those courses and what of that material do you still have lifetime access to? Do you still have the ability to assess and, and to use and access 
And what are you willing to do for, you know, I'm sorry, <laughs> still something caught in my throat. Um, and what are you willing to do with all of the material in front of you? What do you have the most buy-in into? What do you have the most faith in? Because you are jaded and you've lost your confidence and you've lost your motivation. So when you look at the pile of courses you never opened and you look at the things that you've never started, is there anything there as you stare at it now with new eyes that motivates you, that inspires you? I heard very clearly in your letter that the answer to that was no. So it seems to me that you need to figure out something else, that you need to see yourself being successful at something. Because right now you're looking at no clients since March, so that's like six months or so since you've had income coming in. You're looking at the pile of credit card debt. You're looking at all of the sort of self-deprecating comments and thoughts and feelings you've had about yourself. You feel lost and discombobulated because of the menopause and it might be depression. So this idea that you're suddenly going to show up for your business after X amount of time of not doing that, like I, I just don't think is a realistic expectation for yourself and it's probably why you've set yourself up to fail. You can't go from having done nothing to wanting to do all the things and expecting yourself to do that because the reality is is that you sort of tried on online business and you were an accidental success. And we've talked about this on the show, but you never really spent time developing the passion and the drive and the interest in owning your own business. You had immediate success. You got the clients that felt good for a while and then it lost its luster. And without like an immediate need, like your son needing money or something like that, my guess is that your own motivation started to shift and decline. So the the idea that you're going to suddenly be motivated to be the boss, to develop systems, to put yourself out there, to advertise and market for yourself when you feel like crap about yourself doesn't feel realistic to me. What I would encourage you to do is set yourself up for success. See somebody you think you could help and offer to be a contractor for them. Offer to do some freelancing. Offer to, you know, sort of add some auxiliary services or support services or something like that to, you know, to help someone else boost in their business because you need a couple of things. You need some money coming in consistently. You know what you're good at. You know what you have a skill set at, but you also know that you're good at the skills and the tasks, but you can't handle the whole enchilada right now. So don't try. Instead, like perceive opportunities where somebody could use your skill set and say, hey, I've been looking for some side work. Would you be interested if I helped you with A, B, and C? Hasn't it occurred to you that things could be easier if only you did D, E, and F? Do you know that I do that? that I would look at things either, you know, through contracting jobs or freelancing jobs or even like a part-time job outside of the house that you take for yourself to see yourself make a decision and take action on it and do it. Because what we need to do right now is change the story you have about yourself. You have the failure story. You have the I've gotten in my own way story. You've got the uh, everyone else took action and I didn't. 
story. And when you are fighting the sludge and the quicksand that are those stories, it's really hard to be the boss of your business. It's hard to see the big picture, make all of the big decisions, put yourself out there and advertise. But if you go a little smaller, not play small, just go smaller, there's a distinct difference. And I really want you to hear it. Then you can decide, given your energy level, given where you're at right now, given that it's been a really tough six months, what are you willing to do right now? What are you capable of? What does have your interest right now? And then see, given those things, what you can do. Because your partner will be off your back. He's not going to get on your back if he, you know, says, you know, oh, you know, I I don't think you've made a decision that's going to make you happy. Right now, he wants you to make a decision that's going to make you money. I need you to make a decision that's going to change your story of success and capability. So we just need to find the next step, not your final answer. So you could pick your favorite boutique that you like shopping at and see if they need part-time holiday help. You could pick some sort of work from home, mail order job, customer service support. You could, you know, do that. You could offer to do, um, you know, freelancing, uh, consulting, any of those things like on the side, not as a full branded business, but just something to bring in quick cash because you would be relieving your debt. But in doing those actions, you're changing your story of what you're capable of. You're changing the story from where you were last week to where you are this week. So you need to do actions that change that story. I can't change that story talking to you. You can't change the story sitting here and listening to me. It doesn't change in conversation. It changes in new action. So what we need you to do, given that you might be managing depression, given that your hormones may be going wackadoo with you and affecting the layout, you know, the landscape as well. We just need you to take some actions to get some cash in. We need you to take some steps that get you moving. Now, if that doesn't work, the reality is, is that the natural consequence of feeling like crap and being in a pile of debt is not motivating enough for you to get out. You may need to go lower. Because when people choose chronic dysfunction, when they choose to stay in their own way, that is typically what happens next. That whatever consequence they're facing in front of them isn't, you know, they're not feeling the pinch enough. They're not feeling the hurt enough. It's not getting them out of their own way enough. And unfortunately, and this is what I'm trying to get you to avoid with my advice here, but unfortunately, that means you may be in for another consequence. You may be in for more conflict with your spouse. You may end up dealing with creditors and all of that, uh, you know, unsavory stuff. But if we can't get you to move and choose new action and figure out, given that you're tired, given that you are low, you know, low on motivation and that you may be managing some health things, what are you willing to do to earn cash? If we can't get you there, then you're going to end up with a new low. You are going to end up with a new natural consequence that's going to be bigger and more intense than the one that's in front of you. That's what I'm trying to get you to shift and think about differently. Um, This isn't easy. This is always one of those conversations where the person on the other side says, you make it sound so easy. And I I worked really hard not to use the word just, but usually people call me out because I say, you just go and do this. And then suddenly people feel minimized and invalidated. 
What I want you to know is that this system that I just outlined for you, these steps and stages, they're not easy. But I am going to challenge you to look at this differently because sitting on your phone and being isolated in your house and looking at other people live their lives, maybe from the outside looking in to other people who want to be judgmental would look easy. And maybe to you, when with all your self-deprecating comments, it looks and feels easy too, but that's hard. Feeling like crap full time, giving energy and oxygen to that, watching your life pass you by, feel like you had your biggest adventures years ago and there's nothing on the horizon for you, that sucks. That blows. And your life doesn't need to be that way. It is not easy on your side of the podcast right now. It is not easy sitting there listening to me tell you that you got to get a boot up your ass and you got to go. Like you are not on easy street right now. It is hard. It is hard being judged, like being judged by people, being misunderstood by people, being sort of, you know, just questioned by people and not having friends because you're embarrassed and moving away even further from people that you have connections with. You are not sitting on the easy side of this right now. But what you are sitting in is a situation that does not have a prayer of getting better unless you do something. You don't want to be doing what you're doing, but you're still doing it and it's not getting better. So how about we just have you do something different that you don't want to do, that you don't feel like doing, that doesn't seem to have a point and doesn't, you don't think will make anything better? Because the only thing that exists with option B is the uh, the ability, the possibility for things to get better because that's not going to be your final answer. I just talked to somebody last week who had a crap ton of unexpected debt and didn't know what to do. And I said, go become an Uber driver, go make the money and then you can stop driving for Uber. So that's what he did. So you can decide like what you're willing to do and then just freaking go and do it. But you're not going to want to. And waiting until you want to, it's like, and you did weight loss. So you know this deal. You know that when people are 50 to 75 to 100 pounds overweight, they don't want to exercise. They don't want to eat the good healthy food. They don't want to feel hungry half of the day. You can't wait for them to want those things. They have to do the thing, see the results, and then they get motivated. And that is my wish for you. And that is my goal for you, for you to simply change your story of capability by taking the next step. Once you see yourself successful, once you see some money coming in and the credit card going down, then you can decide what you might want next, what you're willing to do next, what you're capable of. If you want to be a business owner, if you want to go all in on this. But right now, the story is, is that you never really owned wanting to own and own your own business. You enjoyed being successful. You enjoyed being in the personal development space. The initial success you experienced happened by accident because you're good at sales. But the business part, the lasting part, making it sustainable, 
attainable, I'm not learning or reading in your letter that that has any value for you. So, but we're not going to know who you really want to be and what you want to do next while you're sitting in the state and the emotional space you're in. We got to get you out. So let's cut the debt. Let's get you moving. And then we can see what happens next. I am really, really grateful that you reached out to me. This is not an easy question, but I promise you there are other people listening to this show that are saying, thank freaking God somebody asked that question because I needed that answer too. So thank you for your bravery. I want you to see that in sending the question in and in asking me the question and being open to getting help, you started to change your story. You took a new action. You asked for help. You held accountability. But what happens next, my friend, is up to you. I hope I've given you some good food for thought here. I hope you can just recognize that it simply does not matter what you think or feel. Your story only changes with what you do next. Thank you so much for reaching out to to me today, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Anybody who wants my two cents on your life or business, if you think I can help you the way I've just helped this listener, please do reach out to me. You can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.